0: You're listening to The Full Broadside.
1: Good evening everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Full Broadside. First, a quick apology. We missed you last week, but quite a few of us were unavoidably detained and couldn't be here. And... Yeah, you know, it was Memorial Day weekend, what's the problem? You know, we take a couple of days off, you know, it turns into a, you know, a week-long lag, nothing going on. But we're back, and we're good to go, and we're ready for another episode. So, today we have Mr. Sock with us, we have KJ with us, Nightmare is here, Mandalorian is here, and I am here, Cyberjock. We're missing our Nimitz, the poor guy got stuck at work and can't get out of it. I feel his pain I hate work myself. We can't always do the things we want to do. But anyway, we're here. We've got a bunch of guys in the chat room. We got Swifto. We got Serpent. Crimson Moon Heroes here. Paladin of Argyle. And Gnarly Oak 23. So thanks, guys, for hanging out and already lighting up our chat room. So it's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shall we
2: discuss what they're lighting it up with? No, 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 no. We're just going to move right on
1: past that and skip over it as if it didn't happen. All the listeners probably already know what I'm glossing over and moving on, that they already know what this is about.
2: So... Come on, this this is a democracy, right? We all get a vote, right? Uh, no, no, no,
1: no. Not this time, not tonight.
2: <laughs>
1: Let's, uh, how was everybody's Memorial Day weekend? I know Mando was knee-deep in, in knuckleheads,
0: so how was everybody else? <laughs> Imagine being uh, an American and actually celebrating it a week late.
3: <laughs> is, well, is that what you guys do up in the Great White North? sock.
0: No, because our because Victoria Day, Queen Victoria Day, is the weekend prior to uh, to yours. Ah, uh, is that mm. like a holiday that's similar to Memorial Day? Then it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, same idea. When when did Canada have a queen?
3: Back don't yeah? In- don't they have like a prime minister or something or a queen right, minister? But,
2: they, but they're still cons- kind of considered like un- not necessarily a Commonwealth, but they're still tied very closely with. It is literally
0: okay. a Commonwealth. Yeah yeah that's why we still have okay. the queen on our money and stuff
2: right i can remember exactly so, how that worked oh, out
0: okay okay so so well i i kind of knew that but i was i was
1: going for something but maybe i'll just let it pass
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: like, a, like a a in the night huh <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> like thanks man though thank like you a yes, in yes. A cloud of smoke we're gonna let that one just yep. right on by
1: me up like a fart in the wind And yes, that's what the chat room was lighting me up about. So anyway.
3: (laughs) For those of you who want to know, we're going to be starting up a GoFundMe to raise money to buy Cyber a Friesland. (laughs) No,
1: no, we're not. No, we're not. We are absolutely not doing that. I will sell it the minute it hits my port. I'll tell you that.
3: And what was so funny is I had, uh, yours truly had put up a meme of a guy with a flamethrower spinning in a chair saying this is cyber when he finally <laughs> gets told hold of his freeze so That's what we're all laughing about.
1: It, it that was a funny meme, but it'll never happen.
2: <laughs> oh, We'll figure out a way to, to get a hold of Wargaming and tell them that that's the only ship that you can ever play.
1: No. No, (laughs) then then I I will. A with
3: one ship on
1: it. (laughs) Then I will turn the (laughs) keys to this clan over to somebody else
2: and I'll go play in the stars instead. (laughs) We'll figure out a way to get you one over there, too. Hit a game you go to, we'll figure out a way to get a Friesland in there for you.
3: Oh man. Well, just for that, my next starship is gonna be the USS Friesland.
1: <laughs> I hate you.
3: <laughs> you watch it I will I will I will do that. but anyway, that's another game.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, for those that don't know, we uh, Wolfpack Alpha has expanded into the stars. We are, we now have a a fleet in Star Trek online as well. So we're splitting a little time, but we're not sacrificing any time here to do so. but anyway, yeah. So that's that's where the references are are coming from. Um, Dockyard's almost over. I wanted to check
0: with you guys. How many of you guys got the ZF six?
4: No,
0: I will really get it when. But I, I'm still working on the last missions. Okay,
3: I got mine, and I know a few others in our clan have gotten it also. Yeah, I got it right off the bat. So yeah. Mr. Whale he actually did the missions and like <laughs> completed mostly the missions.
0: I mean, it makes sense. Like, if you want to whale it, if you want the steel and the coal, I think that's what the rewards are this time. Yeah, for it. So, like, it makes sense because it's what like uh, five, six thousand steel that you get out of it. Yeah, if you finish it all, but that's like that's could... like half a typhoon clan battle season. That's a lot of steel. Yeah, right. it
2: is. I mean, if I try to do it traditionally, there's just there's no way. I just not had not had time to to play much to even try to do it so there was just no way I, I just work was just too much for me so far yeah
1: yeah and and that's that's why i think i only made it to number nine i never got any further so i will not be getting the zf6 so it is what it is i i'm i'm not too broken up over it i've got a lot of other ships not as it many actually as Mando, is but
0: um a, a, oh yeah i was gonna say all what like 35 of them
1: yeah, thereabouts. <laughs> I might, I might have like forty or so. But uh, yeah, I'm not KJ or Mando. That's for sure.
3: I actually have forty. KJ's got me in that department. I am, I'm a cool second place to KJ when it comes to ships in port.
2: I only have three twenty nine.
0: Yeah, you're like a hundred above me. <laughs> easy. I'm easy hundred. Uh, I'm over two hundred with test ships. I have fifty, I think. Without <laughs> test ships, I'm not over two hundred.
4: Well, I don't what, have a lot of ships at all.
1: I, I will put it
0: this way. I have more slots available than I have ships in port.
4: <laughs> so there's that.
0: Imagine <laughs> actually having vacant slots and not just buying ships when you get more slots. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, I
1: have I, God probably 50 available slots right now that there's nothing have, sitting
2: there. I have 31 open. Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, but your your, your
0: <laughs> amount of open slots don't outweigh the number of ships in port like I do. Not yet. Not I mean, yet. I have seven. I have seven open slots, but that's just because I sold a bunch of ships to fund my auction. Auction of, of selling ships. Speaking so, of
3: auction, yeah.
0: Did uh, any of yeah. you guys win it? I looked at it, honestly. I cool, mean, like because that's like the only one that actually mattered, I,
1: you know. And that's something I had written down here, so I wanted to jump in on that. And the auction, I mean, I. I think it's okay, a kind of a neat idea, but I looked at the three and I'm like, okay, these are interesting, but that's way too much for me to even put in for that and just to have a chance. I mean, that's like spending five, six thousand doubloons on a crate that may or may not get me a ship. And in my case, it may not. The, well, if you don't the, win it, you get the, what you put into it yeah, back. Yeah, oh, still I, you, don't, I, you don't lose off. I didn't have any anyway to begin with, so I and wasn't. And like you, obviously, no
0: like the Dubs ones were kind of not good. The fourteen point captain was not worth that much, even the starting bid. Um oh. and I was amazed that some people were actually dumb enough to think that the Thunderer flag was would give you the ship for that. Wait, option. Like what? that, option are you, are you ship?
3: Serious? I'm I'm serious. Some that? people wow. were actually
0: dumb enough to think that.
2: Wow! Wow! wow. I, knew, I knew it was for the flag because you just read it, yeah. it. said it was for the yeah. flag. I mean, there was
3: no <laughs> false advertising
2: on yeah, that Yeah, There one. was
0: nothing like, and for the the coal auction, which is the one that everybody was all hyped about. Uh, I think the lowest bid was like that one. It was like $80, 80 million, 82 million something like that. Eighty point one. Yeah. So I bid. I initially bid a hundred million, um, and I subsequently upped it to I eventually ended up with one hundred and eleven million one hundred and eleven thousand one hundred and twelve credits. Did you win? I did. Okay. I, I was one of the ones that got it. Uh, I it yeah. got I, the getting it, like winning the auction got me the Marceau, which was nice and I only had to I didn't have to spend any steel to get it. Um but that like, always feels good. the way that I justified the amount of credits I spent on it was like a hundred thousand coal that's like three or four months of container grinding it, getting it all, is. recreates every yeah. day. Whereas a mm-hmm. hundred million mm-hmm. credits is like a month of credit grinding.
3: No, it was as we like to say in game, it was a good trade.
0: It it was a good deal.
3: Yeah, I bid sixty five million and of course I got it back, but um Yeah, yeah, I didn't think I was even with sixty five million, I was like, nah, I'm probably not gonna get this one. <laughs>
1: you know that just stuns me when you guys are talking oh it was only 65 it was only 100 million that uh, to a guy who who was excited because i had 18 million sitting in my port going oh boy what can i buy with 18 million Oh, and still i have to sell a ship to put some upgrades on this new ship
0: <laughs> i get credit <laughs> anxiety are when me. i have less than 75 million in the bank my god I, right uh, now, I'm really low just because of the auction. I think I have like twelve or thirteen at the moment. Wow! Well, uh, and
3: I had just reset my one of my lines for Research Bureau too. So, you know, buying ships back that cost me you know about a hundred million to to start getting back up the line again. So, and then they announced the uh, the auction. I was like, oh my goodness! And I just spent
0: yeah. all that money regrinding. You know, I was going to reset my Nevsky again, but it turns out I need it for clam bottles. Um, so that's not going to happen for a little while. Speaking, clan battles like that's where most of my credits are coming from. I mean, gosh, it's easy million credits a game. Yeah, with all
4: the proper flags, you can easily pull a million credits. Even on a loss,
0: flag. you can pull yeah. six hundred
4: thousand.
3: Yeah, you can. That, that's why it's important for you guys. Even even if you're doing clan battles for fun, like we do, I mean, you can still pull in a lot of in-game currency just for showing up and playing.
1: You know, how are clan battles going on over there, that's here. that's what I was just going to ask. How you know, clan battles are underway. How, how are uh, what are we seeing for meta? What are what are the teams you know comps out there? Uh, there was one thing I was gonna I was gonna ask about the uh, the petro is is limited this this season is the only one uh, of them can be in a, in a clan battle. Yeah.
2: so it's
0: so really this is one interesting. Of the, this is one of the things that I want to get more in depth with next week. It'll be kind of our deep dive. Um, when I we're gonna bring on a couple of guests which are actually here in the chat room right now, Swifto and Serpent are gonna be coming on with us next week, uh, once we get some actual more fleshed out stuff repaired. But anyway, um yeah, clan battles is a thing, is fun. Um I'm kinda sweating a lot with the uh with the competitiveness of where I am now, but I mean, how have you guys been faring here at WPA? Like, it would be a good segue into it. What have you guys been seeing?
4: Uh, We've seen uh, a couple midways, not too many. Usually, uh, um, are you mostly seeing
0: double battleship comps?
4: Yeah, mostly double battleship. Um, We've seen uh, teams go down to uh, single destroyers quite often as well. Um,
0: That's pretty common.
4: But the. uh, the meta has been uh, Petro, Stalin, Moskva, and uh, Nevsky sometimes, and uh, rental ships. Um, the number of rental ships has been insane. Uh, I think the most we've ever saw on one match was
0: four. Interesting. Um, yeah, we uh, obviously like we haven't seen a single rental ship. We also haven't seen a single double BB comp. That's uh, all. if everybody's had a carrier. Um,
4: I having a carrier has really been advantageous because we get you get that uh, uh, extra sight you get to see every everybody out there and uh, have a better idea of where to
0: plan and, and everything and it's extremely exactly. beneficial uh, as, less- for, as for having for the rest of the ships we're not really seeing that many Stalingrad's just because they get dunked on by carriers too hard um, Stalingrad's honestly kind of fallen out of favor now and you, you almost never see Moskvas because Petra can just do everything Moskva can do but better or uh, if you do see that kind of kiting shift you see a Nevsky instead um, but yeah other than that it's pretty standard I've been playing Venetia pretty much the whole time
4: um, I have uh, as far as destroyers go we've seen a, a giant gamut of them uh, all kinds of destroyers um, mostly uh Japanese and French destroyers uh, with uh, I think third place, probably being the the Royal Navy ones. Um, but we, uh, uh, as far as the destroyers go, we've been uh, running um, Marceau, Halon, uh, the uh, Hirugumo, um or my Shimikaze. And uh, uh, I've actually had to change my Shimikaze because the 12K Torx would often miss. Uh, I've gotten a lot more hits on 20-kilometer torps because at that range, you just don't expect them to show up at all, and suddenly they're there in your face. So that's uh, that's what we've been seeing. It's It's been... Uh, uh, our first couple days uh, were kind of okay, not great, and then uh, our first day this week, uh, Wednesday... Uh, we actually managed to get into Gale uh, fairly easy, so uh, we uh, this that was only our third day playing, I believe. Um, so we definitely have uh, gotten better. Granted, we've you know lost a uh, a
0: lot of the people that used to play with us, but it happens. I think there's a lot more clans playing this season because of the rental ships. So a lot of the like, um, how do I say this without being mean? The clans that have no business playing clan battles are playing clan battles.
4: I will say that,
0: this: uh, you, you, you didn't accomplish not
1: being mean there, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> just that's just not pointing, not being pointing
3: mean. that out yeah. there. That's pretty much standard, working as intended. The
4: potato clans, you mean?
0: I, I mean, like, I don't really know how else to say it.
4: <laughs> you could just say the more average clans, like the yeah, non- average clans. I mean, there's a reason why we all know
3: that there's different, you know, leagues and divisions, and then uh, naturally. Through natural progression, I mean, the more competitive clans are going to, you know, float more towards the top. And us average
4: Joes, we're, we're fine where we're at, you know. Um, but, interesting uh, uh, aside, uh, the rental ships, the only thing that you can't do with the rental ships is put camo on them. But this is also, in my opinion, or my understanding, the first time they've had carriers that you can put rental, uh, uh, have for a rental. Yeah. Um, you can put camo mm-hmm. on it. So it's no different than a normal Hakuryu uh, or for right, right. now. Yeah. Hmm. So that's an interesting tidbit. If you're going to play a carrier in clan battles and you don't have one, grab the Hakuryu. It will function exactly like having one. So
3: I got a, I got a question for you guys. I just to throw this out like for Nightmare and for Sock, And Sock, you know, you, you were in the clan with us before. And you know what kind of leagues that we're in kind of with our skill level um do you would you say that there is a different meta at the higher leagues than there is like say more down in the average leagues that we're at
0: 100 percent, it's a huge difference like it's it's almost like a different video game yeah down in our not even so much in terms of ship compositions but in terms of play, in terms of how the play progresses, like if you guys watch uh, any King of the Seas games, that's uh, it, it's basically that, but with carriers and two less people. It's, very, it's quite stagnant. You almost never finish a game by killing everybody. In fact, I don't think we have ever this season. In the time I've been with QQ7, we haven't sank all the enemy team and we haven't been sunk. Most games finish with one, maybe two kills. It's all about map control. And most games are really, really close.
4: We've had a couple close games. Uh, the lower tiers, uh, I've noticed that uh, you'll see people trying very, very wild compositions. Um, and I think that's pretty much the only place you can get away with it. Uh, our One of our first uh, battles, we saw a single Petro and six Shimakazes. So... They lost. It's almost like they just didn't play well with it. But I mean, that that could have been very powerful.
3: It's it seems to me. I mean, I haven't had a chance to be in clan battles yet, but I know in my experience in the past, it almost seems like the um, the lower leagues. I don't want to say lower, but the newer leagues, maybe the um, anyway, they're more of a testing bed for for some of these clans when they get up to the you know to the higher leagues like hey will this composition work or not and then
0: a um, lot of clans will well we most of the time like we do training to figure that stuff out like we have enough people we can put two teams together and just face each other and try different things but some clans will have like they'll make a whole bunch of alternates uh and throw them in another clan and then they'll just kind of farm in lower divisions that way because we start like we started the season in like gale 2 like we didn't have we didn't play in squall at all and we started off the season playing up against other hurricane clans
3: so it's kind of like ranked then like i finished out last sprint and like you know silver bracket whatever and then i started next sprint in silver bracket
0: kind of it was more like like it's more like the old system where like if you got a certain rank you would start at like rank 12 the next season
3: Right. Okay. Gotcha.
0: But yeah. So, but it's kind of nice not having the meta shift, like not having to club at the beginning. Um, but yeah, getting into hurricanes going to be tough though. Fun little fact: you actually have to have a higher win rate to get into the struggle to hur- for hurricane than you do to pass the struggle for hurricane. Because of the way the point system works, there you gain a lot less points for a win than you lose for a loss. So just to get to the struggle for hurricane through typhoon 1 you have to have like something like a 65% win rate but for the struggle you only have to win 3 out of 5 which is a 60% win rate.
4: Hmm. interesting.
0: Once you get typhoon 2 typhoon 1 that's when things start to get really real that's when I, from what I understand is when it starts to get really hard because then you're facing well facing for us we'll end up being you know facing Gaishu all the time. So we try we try not to face uh other clans uh, in the in the alliance yeah also like Geishu's clan tonic they're already hurricane i think uh 007 is like typhoon 195 or something like they're gonna be hurricane tomorrow and then 07 is really close we're not even close we're still in storm all right
1: well anyway let's let's knock out i got a couple of, of quick uh dev notes i wanted to hit uh there's, there's not a whole hell of a lot but but I do have uh, well we'll save the Petro uh, being limited till next week when we got the guys to talk about it but uh, balance changes there's not a whole lot they're adding uh, the yuga <laughs> me and my pronunciations uh, main battery reload increased one second uh, the Flint its firing range of the main battery has increased out 0.5. So that might help the Flint a little bit. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't think it was all that great, and uh, the Colombo, the Italian battleship main battery reload reduced by one second, and the 180 turn uh, by 1.7 seconds. So that's not all that exciting. My my complaint here is this: they're talking about upcoming visual changes. Uh, I don't know when this is even gonna come, they didn't say. But anyway, oh, is this the water change? Yeah, the water. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna play with the water and make it look pretty, and we're gonna adjust the way that it that the the ship wakes are generated and the interaction of ships with the water surface more realistic. Okay, great, grand, but can you fix the dang crashes? I mean, I'm having all kinds of lag outs. I'm having crashes getting into the game. I had a critical error. Mando had one tonight. I mean, fix that. Don't make it prettier. Make it work better. I mean, I, yeah. I, I can't be alone here in saying this. I don't know how many... If they took a poll, I would have to say... I would have to imagine more than 50% of the game players would say fix the bugs Give us the pretties later.
2: Yeah, because I still have the in-game stutter where all of a sudden my frame rate's drop to nothing.
0: Yep, I have that too. It's weird. I don't ever experience any of this stuff. Those issues weren't weren't game-related. Those were related to my PC. Oh, yeah. Maybe after the break, or maybe in the parting shots or something, I'll I'll explain what happened to my PC. But anyway, yeah, the water changes. Unfortunately, I am... uh, Wargaming has my, my lips shut on that one. Well, and that's fine. Well,
3: I've seen... I could, I'll i talk about it. I'm not under an NDA. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, I've, I've actually seen some footage. I was watching one of the community c- contributors, and there's some footage of a boat going through the new water changes. And I am thoroughly, as always, impressed. I mean, it, it to me, I mean, you had the boat was running through, and it was only about, I would say, a 10-second clip, and it looked like a destroyer going full speed. And just with the waves coming crashing over the bow and actual white caps, and I mean the water looked angry, like in a storm. I, I mean to me that's huge. It's going to add into that immersion effect. And yes, fix the dang bugs that are in it. But I, I don't know if the art department's different from, you know, one of the other departments. But from what I've seen just from that little clip, I'm looking forward to the water change because. To-
0: rudder bug, didn't they? Like, I haven't noticed... That, like, were there your rudder indicator? With like- yeah, yeah. I think they fixed that because I haven't noticed it in probably like a patch or two now.
3: Uh, well, just watching that destroyer going through the angry waves with the waves crashing over the bow and the way it was interacting with the water, they they can keep the rudder bug. I like the way that the waves look. I'll take the waves over the rudder bug any day.
1: Yeah, pretty water is nice and that's all well and good, but I would rather... If you're gonna try to impress me, you gotta fix the stupid bugs that prevent me from launching the game the first time and having to close it and relaunch and try again. And oh, it worked this time, but I'm slow as heck and I'm having the the latency issues. Oh, I that that's how you can you can keep me going. Water is nice, but it's it's it, you know it's not breaking the game you know the way the water is right now.
4: I think that they're focusing on the water because they're really wanting to release subs. Um, I don't know their rationale for doing so, but uh, it, it really does sound like they're trying hard to get subs out into uh, the game and uh, start focusing on that aspect of things.
2: Well, we know they're coming. <laughs> well, yeah, soon. I mean...
4: Trademark, yeah. yeah. But this this might be. Uh, but part of the lead-in for that because uh, uh, if you're going to have a sub, you're going to be interacting with the water a lot and you probably want to make it uh, slightly enjoyable at the very least, as well as it probably might conflict with other things like underwater collisions or uh, getting too close to an island or whatnot.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a break because I'm still a little steamed that they're not fixing the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's change. since, since it's, it's not they're they're prettying the water. They're fancying it all up. All these little fun, little changes and whatnot that everybody's talking about, but nobody's talking about the major problems that need to be fixed, but whatever, it's fine. I'll forget about it for the moment. But, and maybe I'll just if, play if less. The, I don't know. <laughs> if you make the game look pretty, people will buy more. Yeah. yeah not me. Make it look shiny. shiny. Not me. It can be shiny <laughs> as all get up, but I ain't buying it. No way. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. And before we get into the deep dive, I wanted to ask a question. Uh, I know the Issei is out. A lot of people are excited about it. I'm seeing a lot of the pictures posted in the chat room tonight. Why are we excited? I know we're all, you know, everybody's pumped about it. I I just don't have any real interest in cruisers lately, but, you know, and, and that, you know, can wait for a few minutes, but... I don't know what do you what do you guys think? You, you liking it? I, I know it's a battleship and all that. I you know, I said cruiser, but still, it, it's a Japanese thing, and I'm not big on the Japanese stuff. So,
3: so I I picked it up. That was one of the ones that um, I wanted to buy on release, and so I, I had the dubs laying around. So my whale song wailed out, and I picked it up, and I put in a few battles with it, and I am having a lot of fun. I am not so. Here's my here's my disclaimer. I am not a big fan of the uh, Imperial Japanese Navy battleship line. I kind of struggled through it, and it was kind of a means to an end to get to the Yamato. Um, but I got the Issei and I am immensely enjoying this thing because it is. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on how you play it. I played it as a battleship first. And then sometimes you'll get in because it's a tier six, and so if you can get in like a top tier game. But the versatility of this thing—I mean, it's got pros and cons to it. Um, one of the cons that I found out is, of course, you have this huge flight deck on the on that on the back end here of your of your, uh, of your deck, and so your rear turrets are you, you have you can't kite in this thing because there's no rear turret angle, um, and the planes only launch forward. So if you're like kiting away from something and you launch in the torpedo planes um you know they they will launch forward and you have to do this big turnaround to head backwards but that being said um i was highly surprised that i thought that the uh so you get you get one flight of torpedo bombers and basically you launch it and it flies the target and you get one drop and that's it and then it's a 60 second cooldown and i'm thinking like this is like you know, defensive AA fire, like there's a limited number of charges. Oh no, there's no limit to the charges, and so I was really happy with that. Um, and when they do the torpedo drops, not only are the planes really beefy, so they could soak up a lot of damage, even I mean, it's a tier 6 battleship, and even going against in a tier 8 game against, you know, like a North Carolina or a Massachusetts that's got some really hefty AA, I'm still getting they're only losing one. F- I mean, so the the planes are still making it to, to target and dropping their payload. And speaking of the payload, is you've got four planes. And you only get one drop. You, it's not like the carrier where you can make two or three passes. You get you get one pass, one drop. But each plane, you get four planes, and each one drops two torpedoes. And so it's like a miniature um, Franklin Roosevelt when you're dropping eight torpedoes into the side of a Massachusetts going in. I, I mean, the, the torps don't do a lot of damage, but that's a lot of torps coming at you. Um, and then you just hit F, return back to your ship, and then uh, you're back in a battleship mode. So most fun I've had in a tier six in a long time. That's my cap on it. It
2: looks pretty important. I haven't taken it out yet.
3: I, I've already seen the ESA uh, meme divisions out. I saw a division of three, and we're what were we on, we're on the uh, the epicenter where you have the circles in the middle of the map. And so all they did was just sail in and hide behind the island in, in the very center, you know, to take out the middle circle. And then they just sat there and just rotated torpedo planes all the whole time. And it was actually pretty darn effective because those guys I, were dug in deep behind
0: that island. I do have to say, um, you guys remember like back in the day, whenever a new premium was released, it was like all you would see for a couple of days. This mm-hmm. is the first ship that... I've noticed that in a long time.
2: Yeah, 'cause I've I only had like two or three battles before we came on and I already saw one one at least one in every one of those battles.
0: Yeah, like I was playing some tier tier eight and tier seven earlier today, and I was there like Issei's everywhere, tons and tons and tons of them. Like three or four or five, sometimes six of them in a game, every game. They're just everywhere. So it's not something I've seen in a long time. So clearly a lot of people bought it, or at least a lot of people are playing it.
2: Right. Now, I will say the games that I was in, it didn't last long because as soon as it got spotted, everybody piled, drove it to the bottom of the ocean.
3: Yeah, it's the new shiny. Everybody wants to shoot at it. Right. But I can see it in like a tier six. Um, you know, like if you get into like an actual real tier six match, uh, which I did. I got into a couple of tier six only matches and, and i was pretty darn in- impressed with you know some of the damage output that this thing could do um like i was putting up in the chat the torpedoes only do 7k damage each but if you could land you know get lucky and land all eight torpedoes that's a that's a possible 56k alpha strike you know and then take away your torpedo defense i thought it was, I
0: mean, I thought it was 2700
3: Mm, I'll have to take it let me let me go back yeah and take maximum
2: a look. yeah maximum torpedo damage is
3: 2767 okay 20 okay so my math is off so okay so 3k 20 uh, so you're still looking at 20 25k alpha strike uh, but that's at tier six wouldn't i mean you're looking at a battleship that's got you know how many hit points that's only got fifties 60k hit points that's you know a third a good third of a chunk off of a ba- off a battleship
0: well that's right. before it's also before torpedo damage reduction right that's before Which, mi- I mean, mitigation a whole lot of right. that at that kind of tier though
3: right and that's what i'm saying the potential if you can get in a good alpha strike on something is it's going to be it, it, and it was i i was getting some really good like i was knocking chunks off of you know um other tier five battleships like half half life off of off of one drop so I like how they put in, Wargames put in on the bottom that, you know, changes may be necessary on the ship after you buy it. So if you got it and they, and they nerf it or whatever, don't get mad because they did put it right out there that they still m- may make changes to it.
1: I, I look at it the other way, you know, uh, I was going to ask this question and, and maybe I'll do it this way that. I've been playing a lot more DDs now, which is a complete 180 from about four months ago, where I was selling all my DDs. But I've honestly, I I found myself playing a couple of Battleship games here and there, but the vast majority of my gaming has been Destroyer play, and I've, I've really just stopped Cruiser play. And... I don't know if there's been a change in the meta. I know the the ca- the commander uh, skill changes had had some to do with that, kind of leaving the cruisers out to dry, and the other two were doing okay. But I, I don't I don't know with being in a destroyer. That's just more dang planes in the sky that are going to be buzzing over that are that are going to be detecting me, and I'm I'm not a big fan of that.
0: I mean, with the amount of people playing battleships right now, cruisers are kind of in a better place than they've ever been.
3: Well, okay, so here's good news for you: the the torpedo speed on these planes are so low that thirty-five
0: um, knots, so you can basically outrun them with anything. Any, any DD can outrun them Well, much. I, Yeah, I'm not really worried about getting
1: hit by torpedoes. I mean, I, I'm not worried about any real torpedoes in, in a destroyer anyway. I mean, I can turn fast enough and get right in between them, even if I'm full broadside when they're coming at 2K. Um, my concern is being spotted, you know, by more planes in the sky than than there needs to be.
3: What What's interesting, so along that line, is... A lot of the games that I got into this morning were double carrier games. So not only um, did, did you have two carriers flying around, but then when you have two Issei's, it's basically four independent squadrons flying around. Yeah, stuff. really? So, so yeah, I, I do feel your pain on that one. The good news is is that, I mean, the planes are pretty beefy, but a good Issei player, I mean, yeah, you can spot. Um, but look at it this way if if an Issei is flying planes your battleship is useless it's not you're not doing anything it's not going to fire so you you're basically by flying a plane is you're taking your guns out of the battle so you, you got to pick and choose you, you know and there was a lot of times in the battle where i, I wasn't even launching planes and you know people were like hey use your planes i'm like i can't i'm in a, a gunfight right now you know
1: right
3: i like it I was looking forward to it, and I'm glad. I For me, it was a happy purchase. It was only like, I think it's on sale, it was only like 6,800 doubloons, and that's, didn't even use a coupon or anything, and to me, that's a very reasonable price for Tier 6 that's got a great um, game style, very unique game style to it, so I'm happy with it.
1: All right, well, why don't we uh, jump into the old deep dive there, Mando, and uh, you can even pause for effect if you like.
3: <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're going <laughs> to, we will finish actually this is going to be a shallow dive because we're just going to be finishing up um gunnery and aiming this week so it has
1: to be a deep dive then i can't use the cool
3: sonars okay that's right so without further ado let's go ahead and deep dive into gunnery and aiming see learning from my notes there um so (laughs) we talk about (laughs) bang up
1: job buddy you're doing great i like it
3: yeah as uh last week or last episode excuse me we were talking about um uh dispersion and sigma and uh you know basically what happens when you squeeze a trigger all the math and the little hamsters get on their wheels and the numbers start crunching and the little guys counting calculators start punching the numbers and how how do your shells in game get on target? And as as we discussed, um, it's there's a lot of factors going in, and so we're gonna wrap up because I know um, we got a good uh, deep dive segment for the next episode. So we'll wrap it up our um, gunnery and aiming with let's talk about some sights. And what you can do, because um, last time we talked about like on the game side, on the server side, what happens. And so this deep dive, let's let's take a look at what you as the player can do to help with your uh, gunnery and aiming. And so with that being said, I kind of want to go around the studio here and find out um, what aiming reticle do you guys use? Do you guys use uh, dynamic or? static. I know I use dynamic and I know Sock uses dynamic. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. If, I if use you don't dynamic. use dynamic, you're wrong. I use dynamic. Like, that's just kind of objective.
3: Nightmare, what about you? What kind of a reticle do you use? Dynamic or static? I use dynamic. Cyber? You, you, you care to... Uh... <laughs> You want to weigh in on that one?
1: You, you know, I, I kind of want to change my answer now. I want to go against the flow. I, I don't like doing what everybody else does. So Right, no. right. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> that's me in a nutshell, but I, I use dynamic. Um, maybe I, maybe I might try static again, though. We'll see.
3: So, <laughs> as you can see, and we're just the average Joe players, and um, we, we are all pretty much unanimously using the, the dynamic site. And so for you listeners out there, one of the first things, one of the best things that you can do on the player side is to go into the game and learn how to use the dynamic sites versus the static sites. It, it can be kind of confusing. And it can be a little bit overwhelming if you, if you really don't know what you're looking at. And so I highly suggest that you go out. There's a lot of community contributors that have got some really good videos on YouTube yeah. I know I yeah I chase has got a good series I recommend, and it's probably a couple of years old. Notzer, if you've ever seen Notzer, has got a really good layperson no no technical term of how to use the dynamic sites and I mean each one of those videos is like ten to twelve minutes long. But the bottom line is is that you learn how to use those dynamic sites, and along with that, take a look at some of the mods that you're using now. Here's my caveat, and here's my um, y- disclaimer on the mods. I don't pursue or push any mods other than official wargaming mods, and that's the Mod Station. So I know that there's players out there that use, you know, the other mods. Some of them are better than others. The only one for the show that I'm going to advocate for is the official Mod Station, which is the official
0: wargaming. Because I don't want any- Lands as well.
3: Yeah, there's. I don't want anybody to, to come back and, and say, hey, you guys told me to use this mod, and I got banned from the game. That's not what we're saying. What I'm saying is stick with the official, um, and I know mods is, is a whole nother deep dive to get into mods, but there's a couple mods out there that will help you out, and the two that I use, and they're really simple, is when you're using your dynamic site, is one of the mods is to use a, a max speed indicator because basically your dynamic site is, is based off of, or the scale, the left to right scale is going to be based off of your speed and your time to target um, and I, I, I can spend a whole other segment getting to just how to use a dynamic site but for the purpose of simplicity these mods or what the mod does is it will put up underneath your target so you get your target will pop up and it'll say the Indianapolis and it'll give a distance whatever it'll also put up like a little usually it's like green or a little color it'll tell you what their, that ship's max speed is and so you can use that to determine where on the hash mark because the dynamics are typically set for 30 knots. Another one that you can use is, there's a, a very simple one, it's called stop-and-go lights and basically all it does is it puts a light over your target. Green light means it's going forward, yellow light means it's sitting still and red light means it's moving backwards and that will help you determine uh, which direction that the ship is doing. if. If you don't know how to use mods or it's kind of – some people get intimidated by, you know, loading up mods or whatever, watch the smokestacks. That's a real simple in-game thing you could do is, is watch the, the color, uh, um, the darker the smoke coming out of the smokestack and the direction. You, we'll, we'll tell you which direction the ship's going. And last but not least is – is and, and I know Sokka's mentioned it. I harp on it. map. Use your mini map to aim. Uh, map will tell you, and there's a little – you can go into your minimap settings and and check the little box that tells you. It'll say which direction the ship is going, and that's going to be the difference between. Sometimes I look at and I'm like, is that Bismarck going forward or backward? I can't tell because it's at like, you know, 25 kilometers out. Well, this will put a little line on your minimap, which will tell you which direction the ship is traveling, and and so a lot of guys forget or a lot of players forget to that minimap is like knowing is half the battle. It's like GI Joe, you know. Um, so anyway, going back to the the gunnery side, those are some tools and things that you can use on your side as the player to help your aim and improve. Um, but hands down. And, and I think we're, we're pretty much unanimous across the board, switch over and learn how to use that dynamic site. And, and that's going to significantly improve your aim to the point where you will get so good at aiming that you will start being able to, to, to pick out, part to the ship now instead of just like oh I, I wish i could just hit the ship you know going across the screen you'll get to the point where it's like man i want to hit the ship between the the a and the b turret where i know like the yamato where there's a soft spot in the cheek you'll get that good using those dynamic sites um where you'll be able to start you know pinpointing targets he spammers out there you'll be able to start picking the different spots on the ship that aren't on fire because, I don't know if everybody knows, but you can actually light a ship on fire more more than once, and it's so frustrating to see somebody keep hitting. Or, I mean, if I'm on the receiving end, it's like, yeah, just keep hitting me in the bow because my bow will only light on fire once. And a lot of p- players forget is you can start walking those HE rounds and start lighting multiple and fires. Then on ship.
0: damage saturation as well. That's an yeah. entirely different subject. So, um, without even deep diving
3: down further, like I said, there's a couple of topics in there, just learning how to use the sites and going into mods that that's going to wrap up our deep dive into uh, gunnery and aiming. So I'm going to open it up to everybody and throw that out there. If anybody's got any further thoughts to add on that.
2: Well, Mando, I have a question. Okay. What's a mini map? (laughs)
3: Ah, the mini map is that thing, yeah, on the bottom of the screen that ninety percent of the potato base forget about.
2: <laughs> just had to ask because you know well, it's always curious or funny. It's, it's not funny, ha ha. As funny as sad. As was how many people don't utilize and look at the mini map. It's it, it's it just blows my mind. But that's for another topic, I guess.
3: Yeah, <laughs> if you're getting frustrated in randoms and you just want to be a better player that mini map is half your battle right there folks it's i'm telling you it's it's awareness it's like gi joe knowing's half the battle um that's gonna give you some aim points and that's gonna tell you what direction stuff is going um i know we had one of our players in our clan that was getting real frustrated he's like i i keep rushing a flank and then three people will die in that same flank that i'm and i'm the only one that's left on the flank and I put some chats up in the comments, some encouraging words by saying, well, if you're rushing a flank and there's only three of you, and there's like eight ships on the enemy team that pop up on your mini map, it's probably a good idea at that point to turn around and head for another cap because you're, you're, you're pretty much not going to uh, you know make, make a difference and you're just kind of throwing your hit points away. But yeah, yeah. mini map is half the battle.
2: Yeah, and, and, and a tip is make that thing as big as you can on your, without blocking too much of your view on your screen, because it's, it's, it's invaluable
0: and make the water transparent
3: yeah yes. yeah you could tweak it make it transparent and and uh, I think if I put a screenshot up of like what I see when I play you're absolutely correct my mini map it's huge it takes up almost a full like 25% of the bottom right of my screen because did I want that information did you guys watch
0: that uh, I mean I, I'm not a regular movie viewer but did you watch that video he made of where he uh, used eye tracking to show where what he was looking at on his screen Yeah, I have seen, seen, it, seen
2: that uh, yeah i seen the movie that yeah
0: yeah, yeah, that's, that's actually really informative for showing just what's important. A lot, right. of, a lot of looking at the minimap.
2: <laughs> wrong, wrong map
0: there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, yeah.
2: It, <laughs> I like, if my minimap supposed to look like that, uh, yeah, I'm already at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, you're probably in the wrong game.
3: Um, this is, yeah, is, so is that's that it. A, that, uh,
1: armored warfare one.
2: <laughs> no, that's a World of
1: Tanks. Oh, okay.
3: But that's it as far as, and that's going to conclude up our deep dive into the gunnery and the aiming on that one.
1: You know, it may just be me, but it felt like that segment was like a toothpaste commercial. Anybody else feel that way? <laughs> five out of five podcasters choose dynamic sites. <laughs> <laughs> five. I mean, I, <laughs> that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, wow, everybody's using it. It's, it's like a Crest commercial. <laughs> Four out of five dentists
3: choose Crest. And not only do we all use <laughs> dynamic sights, but we also have the shiniest teeth in the game. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God.
1: All right, why don't we uh why don't we head to parting shots? Uh Sock, go ahead with your little story of your PC troubles.
0: Okay, so um I got up this morning, was, you know, getting on going to play some play me some Vidya games. And so I've been having some issues in other games for a couple days now. Like, uh, I think yesterday I went to play Project Cars uh, and it just refused to launch. So I was like, OK, that's weird and tried reinstalling it and whatever. And nothing really seemed to help. So I just kind of figured, OK, oh, hey, well, it must just be my controller, like my steering wheel's firmware or something might have gotten borked. Uh, it happens. So I just kind of didn't really think anything of it. And I went to bed without racing. And I log on this morning to play some ships <clears throat> and I get like as far as the loading screen and then all of a sudden I get that like uh, green green fringing artifacting and then my PC restarts. And I was like, okay, well, that's not good.
2: Yeah, that picture you sent me was ugly.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then the next time I tried to do it, it got immediately the when I clicked on the game, the computer blue screened. So, okay, something's up here. Um, so then I did a DDU on the on the display driver and uh, that got me somewhere, it, like it was still doing it, but it was I, I could get into the game. And then I thought, okay, well, so I took the graphics card out, took it off the PCI riser and uh, put it directly into the slot. and I also switched over to the other VBIOS, thinking okay, that might help. And then it seemed to work fine. so then I re-flashed the BIOS, moved back over to the old one. And, uh, now it seems to be working fine. But, uh, I suppose we will see. It's, uh, this kind of thing takes a lot of time to know if it's actually fixed. Alright, Nightmare, why don't we hit you?
4: Oh, um, I've, you know, I've been uh, streaming our clan battle, uh, stuff every, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, when, when we have them. So, uh, uh, shameless plug come uh, check me out and uh, cheer us cheer cheer a lot of the uh, people from the clan on uh, twitch.tv slash nightmare phoenix ITE that's it <laughs> okay. I know I'm boring today I got yeah nothing. yeah
1: well he got a beer so it's fine <laughs> I had a beer <laughs> oh well maybe you need
4: another wait hold on one second
1: there, okay, it is. there it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, KJ, why don't we hit you?
2: Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm kind of on board with Cyber there on some of the, you know, fix all the pretty stuff is, is great and fine. It makes the game look pretty, but try to fix some of the other bugs that we've... People have been complaining about for a while i know it takes time trust me i understand i know but let's try to get them fixed up as quickly as possible make it a better game um and the other thing too is quit giving me these stupid surveys every other freaking time i come log in just stop it already you don't really care what i have to say because if you did you would have already fixed the crap that i've already told you about to begin with so amen Stop sending me those damn surveys <laughs> amen that's
1: about it <laughs> amen mando
3: so my parting shots is i got some sad news in the in the uh, cc community um i well i still am a huge fan of no zoop for you puts out some great videos i really like his reviews because he gives a no nonsense review on a lot of stuff and sometimes he says those things that i mean he just gives an honest you know um honest feedback and unfortunately he got caught up with some drama between war games and some other Former community contributor. Anyway, so NoZoop is no longer a community contributor to uh, um, for Wargamings, uh, and I just want to say, NoZoop, where we're those of you or those of us that are veterans, he's also a veteran. We're behind you, and keep putting out the good videos on that one. So it's going to be sad to see uh, NoZoop
0: for you um, to go. Um, and I think for for what he said, he got exactly what he deserved.
3: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. There's um, you know there's all kinds of different opinions out there. I won't get into it. All I'm saying is my opinion. I'm sad to see him go. That's all. And I'll just leave it at that. Um, with that being said, let me put up my names for the week. Uh, I'm going to put them up my the chat here in no particular orders. Um, and once again, if I call your name out, if your name is mentioned on the show, hit me up at thefullbroadside at gmail.com. Get in touch with me and I will gift you over a free weekend pass get you a couple of days premium time and some doubloons so without further cv bugger off please obi-wan cannoli and farts ahoy
0: obi's uh he's a super tester
3: obi-wan cannoli
0: yeah he's a super tester
3: oh okay yeah i just happened to he's
0: uh, uh actually one of walrus's clan mates
3: oh wow okay yeah so have him uh email the show and i'll come up with a weekend pass um so those are my names for the week and uh um that's it guys it's good to be back looking forward to being back on a more regular uh show schedule you know work work time permitting and um, I am really happy to see everybody in the chat cyber thank you for putting up with us and um your gofund or our goFundMe for cybers Friesland will will go up on Saturday yeah, no, it will not.
1: And and, and whoever put in there OnlyFans, I, I I mentioned in an episode before. I only just recently found out what that is. Absolutely not. <laughs> no way, shape, or form is either of those going to happen. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, here we go. The end of the show. <laughs> I gotta thank all the all the guys in the chat room once again. Swiftel, Serpent, Crimson Moon Hero, Gentleman Walrus stopping by, Paladin Argyle, Snowdog made it, and Gnarly Oak Twenty Three. Thanks, guys. It was a lot of fun in the chat room. Oh God, there was almost 200 messages in there tonight. So a lot of harassing us, a lot of, a lot of thoughts of what we were saying, and it was really helpful, uh, and it was fun. So I appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, you know, listen to the show after I've added all the fun little sounds and whatnot, and, and the intro music. Everybody loves the new intro music, so I'm a big fan of that. So that's a good thing. <laughs> so, thanks again for listening, everybody. Uh, this has been The Full Broadside, and we will catch you next week, same time, same bat channel.
3: Take care. Bye-bye.